Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good and then a bang in the night and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home and I can tell you, I know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to Making Moves. I am here today with the one and only Lexi Lomba. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for coming on. I feel like your voice is so soothing to the listener and mine's so chaotic, so it'll be a good mix. I'm honored. I'm honored. (laughs) I am very excited to be here. I like wanted to be a guest on here. Well, I have been such a big fan for such a long time, so I'm like so excited. I love when I meet someone and I like know, I don't know, I feel like I meet a lot of YouTubers or celebrity type people and I meet them and I'm like, oh, dang it. Because like they were a little different in person or whatever. It's it's okay. Everyone has their on camera. Yeah. But I know you're the same bitch. <laughs> and you know why I have to, what my first burning question is, how does it feel? This is a quote from the one and only Alicia Marie. How does it feel to be one of the only people that was actually nice to Alicia Marie before she had followers? Ah! <laughs> oh my god! I was like, what should I ask Lexi? That's what she sent me. <laughs> Hi, Alicia. Uh, I hate that. She but loves I, you. Oh, no, loves. I love her. Yeah. I hate that that is something that she's experienced. Um... So funny. That's so funny. Yeah. I mean, we're OGs. I mean, we've been on the internet forever. Her and I were posting at the same time. I feel like we were uh, working parallel. Like, her and I never, like, got close or anything, but we've been doing it for so long, so I have mad respect for her, of course. Yeah. Like, uh, I'm a total pretty basic. For her. Honored. I'm from Virginia, you know? (laughs) We're friendly, well-mannered people. I would never... (laughs) Like, not be friendly or nice to someone, mm-hmm. but love you, Alicia. I think that, like, especially at that age, you guys started, 
it's such a hard time for any girl. Like, you're just trying to figure out yeah. stuff. And girls are mean. And we were in middle school and early high school. I was in seventh grade when I began posting on YouTube. And I know that it was not a cute time in no, my life. No, that's a scary time. And I was giving makeup advice. Yeah. Who let me do that? I'm glad that someone <laughs> let you do that. Because what an incredible, like, diary of videos you have now. Yes. Do you have all of your videos still public? I have some of them private, but most of them are still up. And I have some that are so old that you can hear a southern accent in my voice. No. Like, hey, guys, I'm going to show you my eight most worn things. <laughs> hey, y'all, so this is how to shuck some corn. I just got <laughs> a new Burberry scarf at the mall at, like near the city. <laughs> we went into the city so I could go to Nordstrom's. Yeah, I went to Nordstrom with my dad <laughs> my mom. It was not that bold. It was, oh it was a subtle twang. But now that I've been in Los Angeles and New York, I mean, all of that has dissipated. Uh -huh. I'm fully without accent. But that's how long it's been. That's amazing. Do you feel like there are specific things, though, from growing up in Virginia that are still rooted within you? Absolutely. What, what are those? Um, saying hello. Like, just when you're <laughs> passing someone on a sidewalk, you're like, hey. Like, you smile at them, acknowledge them uh -huh. or something, which I didn't realize didn't um people think it's weird yeah if you do that it doesn't continue across all state lines mm -hmm. i've definitely been in california and like you just you just don't look at each other you're minding your business and in new york everyone's so busy they're not paying attention to you i always gave the comparison in virginia if someone's walking in behind you you automatically hold the door for them in yeah. california maybe someone might even close the door on you on purpose like they're not holding it Literally. and then in new york they don't even notice you yeah they don't even know you're walking through the door it's crazy yeah so i would say the friendliness um also just small town values i grew yeah. up kind of slow well contradictory i grew up kind of fast but in terms of my childhood mm -hmm. i'm glad that i wasn't exposed to all the city life so young yeah it's crazy even how much I felt like when I moved here at 18 was exposed to that I, I didn't realize was a thing. Yeah. Like the the jump from being 18 in Indiana, like for literally a week and then moving here, I was like, whoa. Yeah. Well, how you small of a town in Indiana. Indiana are you from? Um, It's called Bloomington and it's a college town. So where IU is. Yes. So it's bigger than like... <laughs> Corn, like cornfields, Indiana. Yes. You know what I mean. How far away are you from cornfields? Um, from like actual cornfields, I would say like thirty minutes. Okay. Or an hour, but like the university brings. I don't know. I think it has like forty, fifty thousand students. Huge. So like, and it's like a big party school. So like, it attracts a lot of like LA, New York people because they want like the college experience. experience. So I kind of got to. I thought it was a great small town vibe yeah. because I got a little bit of like more than just the cornfield energy. But I don't know. What about you? How how big was your town? It, we're like the last town that you could consider yourself Northern Virginia. Okay. Where I'm even in Darius, like one of the last suburbs before you get to horse fields and rolling hills. Gorgeous. Um, where, like, ex-boyfriend had a donkey and horses and friends had chickens. And, yeah, like, their eggs that they made for breakfast were from the were backyard. From the yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> but I was only 45, 50 minutes away from D.C., so I knew how to use oh, to take that's the metro. Amazing. Yeah. But definitely small town. We didn't have a mall. We didn't have a movie theater. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, that's really small. But it's not that. It's... 
It's small, but I mean, there was a movie theater like 30 minutes away. Okay, but still far. Mine it- definitely had movie theaters. <laughs> we had two. Yeah. That's crazy. We did it. And then did you, growing up, were you always the kid that was like, I'm going to live in a big city? Oh, for sure. I was one uh-huh. of the kids with the complexes like, I'm going to be on Disney Channel. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Like, I'm going to be famous. I don't know why. Maybe I'll be in the Olympics. I don't know why I'm not like competing, but like, why do I have this huge ambition? Like, where is this coming from? That's amazing. And then you moved to LA. Then I moved to LA after graduating high school. Mm -hmm. And I came out here 2014, 2015, 2016, left at the end of 2016. And I was doing shows with awesomeness. I did the 17 report for 17 magazine online. Yeah. No, you were and are that bitch. (laughs) I love that. It was so fun. But at the same time, I, even though I was on the internet, I also very much was involved in my town and in my school, and I played sports, and I had a social life there, and I liked school. So even though I was excited to skip school, mm. is what I thought when I was graduating high school, like, oh, I'm just going to skip college and then go into the working world. After three years, I realized, wait a second, I actually do want to go to school. I want uh, higher education. Okay. So I went to New York, and then I went to Parsons. And I like New York a lot, so I'm still there. Yeah. But now that it's March, and I've done four winters there, I'm like, <laughs> do like, I need to be an L.A. snowbird? <laughs> maybe. so nice. I hey. was at the pool yesterday. Yeah, snowbird, like the term is a thing for a reason. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I could skip a winter. I love the four seasons, but I could skip next winter. Yeah. So what are you doing here? Why are you here? Okay. Other than the weather. I Give wasn't me the supposed to be here. This is all... Shout out Tyra for fully convincing this entire trip. Oh my One gosh, my I best... just met her. Really? I love her. I love her. She's so nice friends. and so gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh my gosh. Was stunning. my neighbor and now she lives in LA. And Wait, no I, way. I, I didn't like, know that. Yeah. Oh, I miss her. But anyway, I'm staying with her right now. Okay. So one of my childhood best friends from Virginia, her and I have been wanting to travel. And I love to ski. And I've been wanting to go to Mammoth. I saw you were just there. Yes. We didn't go to the hot spring. And I desperately regret it. We're going to go back. Okay. Anyway. Text me when you do because I'll give you – it's kind of like a trek to get there. And it I'll give you the details. Way. Okay. I'll give you the details. <laughs> okay. Yes. really want to do that. So – we had planned, let's go to Mammoth, we'll fly into LA, we'll rent a car, we'll drive up. If we have time, maybe we'll go to Sequoia on the way back. Oh my gosh, gorgeous. But then we ended up loving Mammoth, so we stayed an extra day and didn't go to Sequoia. And I was talking to Tyra about it on the phone, and she's like, you're going to fly into LA and out of LA and not stay in LA? I was like, well, you know, I got to get back to New York. And she's like, for what? You work on the computer? Like, you work on the internet. Yeah. You do not need to be back in New York. And I'm like, well, hey, I do, you know, like, also I'm going to go on this trip and the... I'm going to just be filled with all this change from traveling and I'll want to go back to New York with fresh eyes. She's like, you're not making any valid points right yeah. now. It's <laughs> like, so fine, I'll like see how much it is to extend my stay and like stay four or five days in LA. Zero change on Delta, zero dollars. I was like, fine, great, we'll do it. Wait, that's amazing. Amazing. And you like, have so many friends that live here. Yeah, and so it's nice to visit them. Like, Claudia and I got dinner two nights ago. Mm-hmm. Drew and I went to the Echo Park Swans. Like, oh, my gosh, fun. Yeah, just doing all the fun activities. So I was going to be here till Sunday, and then I looked again and extended my trip till Monday. <laughs> and now my trip's extended till next Thursday. <laughs> Delta, it's $5. At first it was zero, then it was 10 then it was 5 That's crazy. I know. I feel like there was a period of time where you would go on the phone calling the airline. They're like, it'll be $200 to change your yeah. flight. Yeah. You're like, I can't do that. They're like, what about 150? And you're like, great, thank you so much. That is insane. So I, who knows how long? Maybe I'll never go back. <laughs> you know what? Enjoy your stay. And you know thank what's you. fun? I feel like a lot of people, when they come to LA, especially in the YouTube social creator world, when they come here, it's like, 
work like every minute of the day and it's like even event you're going to events you're meeting with people dinners like work dinners and whatever and i feel like very rarely people just get to have fun yeah i feel like i'm on vacation so you should thank you take advantage of that i'd say about one third of the trip is involving business Uh or like any sort of work related stuff but even still it's fun like this is fun for me and Mm -hmm. i'm gonna be on chris clemens podcast tomorrow (gasps) love him he's amazing even the work that I'm doing is exciting and, like, very casual. Yeah. But I really am enjoying, like, just the entire thing. And I last year, I had such a neurotic work ethic. I would have made a trip to L.A., which I did, and it was, let's collab with this person. Yeah. Let's meet with this person. Like, like if we're going to go to L.A., like, we're going to make the most of it. But there is so much to offer outside of work. Mm-hmm. So I do like having a little bit of vacation. It's crazy, too, how much... I'm realizing this year, because do you know your Enneagram number? No. You don't? Oh, my uh, God. You have to take the test. Lexi. Okay. I, I feel Wait, like is I this like them. INFP? Kind of. It's like the Myers-Briggs no. type thing. No, is it? That's Myers-Briggs. Is that Briggs. what it is? Enneagram's the number. Enneagram right? is the number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, I don't know my number. Myers-Briggs is the INFP, yeah. whatever. I don't exactly know mine. But Enneagram, you have a number, and mine's three. Okay. And a lot of... I feel like creators are threes because it's the achiever. So it's like you feel like you're not you're, you're never doing good enough. You feel like um, you could always be doing more. Totally. Uh, like, for instance, booking a trip. You're like, I have to make this productive. Like, yeah. this needs to be worth my while. Like work. Work is life. And even if I am in vacation mode, it's like, OK, well, we at least need to find a pool and like, like a nice a restaurant photo. to yeah. go to. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. So to find the balance of accepting yourself to do Nothing. That was my New Year's resolution. Relaxation yes. and rest. Good for you. Thank it's you. Har- no, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> and I think it's a very valuable skill. Yeah. I think people need, especially with people who are so obsessed with their productivity, need to know how to relax properly and mm-hmm. efficiently. Like, find a, learning that relaxation is productive. Yes. Yes. Because you, I've, I've noticed, like, the more I relax actually the more productive I am when I it is time to work and because I'm more it's creative. intentional yes yeah. it's you're crazy. giving yourself the freedom to say I don't need to work now because if you're working all the time the quality of your work is going to decrease mm-hmm. is that do you have like a word for the year are you one of those people that I would say uh, relax well it was that but also presence okay I wanted to be more present I dealt with a lot last year and I was distracted for a lot of it, and whether that was subconscious or on purpose, I really wanted to be more in the moment this Mm -hmm. year, because I know a lot of people struggle with it, but ironically enough, that was one of my most innate qualities. I was really present naturally as a kid, as an adolescent, even as a young adult, and it wasn't until last year and a little bit of the year before where I realized I'm not being present, and I missed it. It felt like I was off kilter and not uh, something was wrong, so I want to get back there. So I have three words this year. How do you realize when you're not being present? I guess, like, for someone that's listening to this and they're, like, trying to be more present, what is something they can do or recognize in the moment? Like, am I really being present right now? Like, to check themselves. That's a good question. I I feel like it's easier to identify when you're being present than it is when you're not being. Mm-hmm. Because when you're present, you're properly listening, you're thinking about 
nothing other than exactly what is in this vicinity Mm -hmm. if you're listening and also thinking about like oh my god I have that appointment tomorrow and like I'm not looking forward to that or if someone's talking and you're like oh my god like I think my shirt's too tight like just try to make all of those other thoughts disappear and exist in just what's going on whether it's in your own head or like through conversation Mm -hmm. or if you're walking I think classic just breathe in breathe out (laughs) breathe in breathe out I've Breath work, I never paid attention to before, but I'm becoming a lot more interested in it. Really? And I think that's an easier form of meditation than just calming your mind and having a word. Sometimes doing a breathing exercise I found to be really fun and a good way to get yourself present. Is breath work? Yes. Okay, so do you, are, is you there like, like three an app you're options. following or? No, just YouTube tutorials. Oh, really? Yeah. You just look up like breath work yeah, practices? Yeah, I even have um, tea. Like Instagram infographics that really? are safe that are just like breathe in for four, hold for four, breathe out for four, breathe in for four, hold. For okay, four. I need to like look those up because I've never actively tried that because I've tried the meditation like Calm app and yes. stuff. But I always find myself fixating on something else. Yes, I also love a guided meditation. Mm, I agree. Where someone's like, think of an object of your in your house that brings you so much joy, and then you'll start focusing on, like. I focused on this lamp that we have in my living room and I just ended up putting so much appreciation into this lamp and like exploring it for all that it is and it lasted for 10 minutes. I'm like, oh my God. Okay. So like I really just spent 10 minutes of my life thinking about this goddamn lamp. And <laughs> that like gratitude. I know. I was like very present on the most obscure or relevant thing, but yeah. also it was very fun. I'm like, wow, I spent 10 minutes today thinking about a lamp. Uh, no, I, I have to commend you because I loved i just listened to your episode the love is a hobby and i was literally smiling like i caught myself smiling in the car like when i was listening this week and i was like she's making me truly appreciate like the mundane things in life and like the way you were so excited about like you were like i love i forget like everything you were saying (laughs) but you were like i love the way my hair lays today or like i love you were just saying like honestly whack-ass shit yeah and i loved it yeah because i was like that is so true like i need to recognize more shit that i love throughout the day totally and that i definitely take for granted i think it began as these like self-love affirmations but sometimes i wouldn't have something like oh i that i necessarily like loved about myself but like oh i love that i got to have a diet coke today yes and you're just like that was nice because i do really <laughs> like diet coke and i don't get to have them that often yeah. and it's ridiculous but it, it does keep you in a positive mindset Mm -hmm. which I definitely believe in toxic positivity and like irrational positivity and you do need to have a little bit of a balance and be able to look at both both perspectives and understand when you're going through something negative and in denial but there are times to just be appreciative you're like I was hydrated today thank god yes (laughs) no literally and it's the little things in life that really do keep you going yeah you know because Not every moment can be magical, but more moments can. Mm -hmm. And that's the goal. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. 
Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. Apartments.com believes a dishwasher does more than just clean plates. It turns your whole place into a time machine by turning the time you would have spent washing dishes into extra time for you. That could mean more time to read, more time to knit, or more time to contemplate the vastness of time itself. With Apartments.com, finding somewhere to live with an elusive dishwashing slash time-expanding device is easy. Apartments.com hosts the most rental listings with over 1 million available units. And with comprehensive search tools and instant alerts, you never have to worry about missing out on the perfect place. To find whatever you're searching for and more, visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com. I don't know if you can relate to this, but I'm pretty new to this like YouTube scene. That's nuts to me. You're a total expert. <laughs> I fully believe that through and through. Thank you. You went from rookie to veteran quick. <laughs> Thank you. I really appreciate that. But like I am, like myself, I am new to it, right? I've been working with Leisha for a long time. But she's taught me. She's literally like, I've been a sponge these like last three years. And now I'm like, all right, I'm going to take everything this genius taught me and like try and make it my own or whatever. And it's weird because with uploading randomly or, or, you know, uploading my videos and doing my thing and getting instant gratification with like numbers, views, even money, like random things like that. I'm like, I'm checking off things that I never in my life thought I would. And it makes the little things like having a Diet Coke not as exciting to me yes. anymore. And I'm like, well, when's the bet next big trip, me getting shipped across the country yeah. going to happen, right? Yes. And I I caught myself doing that for a hot second. Do you have any advice, I guess, like in that regard? Because I feel like you um, had a lot of crazy shit happen to you when you were younger as well. You get to a point where some of those grand trips end up not being as fun. As, as grand. Yeah. Like th- – from an outside perspective, it seems like a dream come true, but then you think about your week and you're like, why was that one day where my friend and I were going to the grocery store 
picking up groceries together, so much more fun. Why was I laughing so much more that day? It was something so simplistic. So you realize that the grand, absurd, exciting aspects of life don't always match up with how you react to it and how you feel. Mm. Because sometimes you can make a ton of money, but if that's not your priority that week, you're Mm. like having trouble with your family or something, and then you make that check, it might not fulfill you in the way that you need it to. Or you realize that you start hitting 20,000 views on a video and you're so excited to hit 20,000, but then once you get to 50,000, yes. you start expecting 50,000. If you get 20,000, yes. it's nothing. You're like, God, what I do wrong? You're this, like, no one's watching No one's watching. When yeah. you were so excited to have those 20,000 yes. before. So it's always a chase. Uh-huh. And so you need to find other things that you know that can be more consistent, that bring you joy, but also... I mean, it's great to have the data and the numbers and like yeah. see that you're growing, but it will never fulfill, fulfill you for you a long a period of time. Mm-hmm. Just practice and like time, you'll understand. Yeah, I feel like I, for a hot second, I was like, where's my head going? And then I yeah. like checked myself and like, of course, there's moments where I'm worse with it than others, but I feel like I've finally, you know, come back to a good good head on my shoulders I guess in that scenario the idea of you as long as you're proud of what you're doing Mm -hmm. that should be the main goal so if you make a video that you are in love with but it doesn't hit the numbers you're so right that should matter more than a video that you didn't really care about that like hit hit it off for some reason Mm -hmm. like I had a video get 12 million views and it was such like a video that it was not it's always the videos you don't like you're like I that's such a subpar version of what I'm capable of. And, like, this is the one that 12 million people saw? No. Yeah. It's not what I want. Um, so I think just lo- always looking within instead of trying to get that external. Love that. What would you say are those feedback. things that consistently bring you joy that have nothing to do with, like, numbers, grand old things, money, shit like that? Totally. Great question. What are those things for myself? Um... Feel free to marinate for a sec. Yeah, I might have to. I l- it, it's so interesting because it feels so intuitive at this point. I'm like, okay, now let's look down and be like, what do I do to make myself happy? I think I like feeding my relationships and making sure those are in a strong place. Mm-hmm. Um, I love being outside. I'm such a better person when I'm outside. Me too. Um I like putting myself together. I love beauty and skincare treatments. I really enjoy like putting together an outfit and doing a new hairstyle mm-hmm. and like putting on makeup. That really fulfills me in such a funny way because it feels it's, it's so superficial, but I do it for myself. Mm-hmm. So I enjoy it. Anything for you that you're thinking of? Definitely walks and being outside. Yeah. I, I never regret a walk. I and never I never regret, regret being outside. Mm-hmm. I, I was thinking about it on the way here when you were like, I love blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was trying to think of what I love, genuinely. Yeah. And I never, really any type of workout, like I feel so fulfilled and yeah. accomplished if I do, if I move my body in any regard. Because yeah. I'm like, I'm so strong. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, it's just. Also like you're always working your brain, I feel like especially in this typical society yeah. that we live in. So when you actually get to like move your arms during the day, yes. your arms are kind of like, thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> Like, damn, we haven't done that in a minute. That's so true. I feel like also it is, I have so many things that I'm constantly working on that are not as much instant gratification. So there's things where like, yes, I've posted an Instagram and it's like, yeah, that's done for the day. But there's like, I have like long-term 
gratification things as well. So for instance, like sometimes it'll take me a while to edit a video or like work on a project or launch a thing, a podcast or whatever. And a workout for me is so rewarding because it's like you literally get your clothes on, you go, you finish it and I can knock it off the list and yeah. I literally accomplish it. Yeah. And it's instant like gratification instant and healthy. Another example I've given before is cleaning. Instant gratification. Yes. Yeah. Just wiping the counters. Five seconds. Instant gratification. Yeah. Such a healthy form of it. I will also say, which I heard you talking about as well. Um, I try and call. I'm really big on FaceTiming friends. Yeah, and your family. You're yeah. really good at that. I'm really big on that. And it fulfills me. Totally. And anytime I'm in a funk, I'm like, who could I call right now that like no matter what we'll talk about, I'll feel better afterwards. Totally. And there's I I'm so grateful I have people that I can do that. And you were talking about your friend you call every Sunday. Yeah. Yeah. Is that kind of similar? So similar. And I almost wish I FaceTimed more of my friends throughout the week because sometimes I will just feel it a low or in a lull for no real reason. And then I'll call a friend and think to myself, why don't I do that more often? That took no time. That took 20 minutes of my day, mm-hmm. sometimes less. And now I'm smiling. And yes. now I feel like reinvigorated to go on with my day because sometimes I'll hit a lull and then I just want to call it quits and then just like let mm-hmm. the day sort of end. But sometimes a simple call with your friend can like give that boost totally I'm also like I feel like so much of my life is planned out in a Google calendar yes and something about randomly calling someone that was on my mind like there's a reason for I don't know what it is but I like to believe there's like some reason someone's on my mind and I should just call them and like if someone called me and they were like you're just on my mind I would be like flattered I was (laughs) thank you so much right yeah I have a friend that I talk to every Sunday and When my mom passed away last year, she, like, really just went above and beyond. I had some friends really step up and show me so much love. And she was able to be there in a way that I don't think her or I were even expecting. Mm. And it brought us so much closer. And so it just feels like a soul talk, a heart space talk, every single... safe place. Yeah. Yeah. Where we can just be like, how are you doing? What is... How is your week on a real level? Like, you can tell me all you've accomplished, but... Did it fulfill you? What are you hoping for this week? And a lot of just really personal talks. And I live for it. It's so healthy. Speaking of you saying people showing up for you when you Mm -hmm. needed them, what did you need from them? Great question. I actually had someone say, like, I didn't know what you needed. So, like, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. And I'm like, I didn't know what I needed. I had no idea. When a parent passes away, for those who are listening, my mom passed away of a heart attack almost a year ago, March, March 31st. Um, and I was in LA actually when I got the call. It was a total nightmare. I literally remember yeah. this. My mom which had a I'm heart attack. I'm so sorry, by thank the way. You. I know there's nothing I can say to make it. Totally, but thank you. Um, she had a heart attack in the middle of the night and it came out of nowhere. And I got on a flight and flew home and was home for two months. And I, like I cried in my friend's arms. She just held me while I cried. I fell asleep crying in her arms, woke up, was still in her arms. And it was just like she was a mother figure, a sister figure to me in that moment. And I I couldn't have told you that's what I needed. Um, All of our neighbors who brought over casseroles and dinners, but also neighbors that just stopped by and they told me a funny story about my mom Mm -hmm. that I really needed. I liked hearing about her. I know a lot of times when someone will pass, they don't want to acknowledge the person that it's happening or talk about it I liked when friends would bring up my mom's name I liked hearing Sandy I liked hearing oh your mom like she texted me this the other day I liked hearing that um so I that was something that helped me 
also, my friends from New York, they asked if they could come to Virginia and meet my dad. And that was really huge for me. Oh, my gosh. Like, how special is that? Being yeah. from if your parent passed away, and like, Alicia and Remy were like, take oh. me to Indiana. We want to be at your house. I would... That would mean the world it, to me. It meant the and world. And I would never I ask. I have chills thinking of you it. You would never ask it, them to do that. I would never ask. And I didn't know I needed that. And so that was so special. So, yeah, I mean, no one knows what to do. You just do. Mm-hmm. And that would be my advice. It's better to do more than nothing at all. And I know death is a very scary subject for a lot of people, especially if they haven't had very much experience with it. It's funny because we all die, but, mm-hmm. like, Unless you've had someone close pass, it's hard to comprehend. And so you almost want to be like, I can't can't acknowledge that because maybe I'll bring that into my life. Like, yeah. I don't want to say, I'm sorry, your mom passed. Because if I think about your mom passing, then I'll think about my mom passing. And I don't want to think about my mom passing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's It also goes to show how much of just an awesome person you are to those people and your family and your mom, you know, because like people... The fact that they were like, for sure, we're going to leave New York and like come be with you just shows like how much they care about you and love you. And, and like, it made me want to be. Do you know be, what I mean? Thank you. It made me want to be a better friend. And mm-hmm. it, some of the things that my friends did for me, I could have never even come up with myself. So now it's giving me ideas. If anyone mm-hmm. were to go through this, I, I'm i going to be there. I promise. Uh-huh. Like it's, oh, it's so, friendship is so beautiful it's crazy that you can meet people that you have n- you had no reason to meet with them or cross paths with them but you did and they they become part of your tribe it's really special mm-hmm. and I like I'm sure it's really fun when your friends came to Indiana and you get to mix your worlds yes because I have Virginia New York and Los Angeles and when oh my god I get chills thinking about like my New York <laughs> friend and my Virginia friend hanging out and my LA friend it's and like my New York my friend. wet dream yes my <laughs> It's the total opposite of when, when someone's like, my two best friends are hanging out without me. Like, yeah. I'm like, ah! <laughs> me too! I live I'm like, with... Like, more each other. more! <laughs> yeah, I, I think that is the coolest thing. And the way that you expressed what you were going through on the internet, I've never seen before. And it was the... In the most, I want to say, effed up way, the coolest thing being able to watch you almost like have your camera be your therapist in a way. I don't know if that's how it felt for you. It did. But I would I would literally watch your shit and like cry. And like it felt like I was like there with you. And I didn't even know you and I remember sending you a message and like but I I felt like I was it was okay to send you a message cuz I was like the the way you were so real in your videos. I've never seen anyone be that real in my in their life in and in my life like on the internet. And like I just want to ask like what was your thought process when you were uploading those? Were you even thinking? Were you was it your therapist? Like why were you doing that? Why did you feel comfortable to do that? I just I have so many questions. <laughs> totally. Totally. Well, when it happened my mom played a role on my YouTube channel, so people knew her and and I have an annual Christmas video where my mom would get me a very extravagant stocking. Yeah. And we would film it every single year. Iconic. And I just, I had also spent summer 2020 with my parents because of quarantine. Mm. And my mom was in a lot of the videos. And so I almost felt like I wanted, I wanted them to know what was going on because so many people got to meet my mom. And it, it felt like 
if you were holding back that information from a friend who knew your parents, mm-hmm. like why you you have to let them know. And so I posted on Instagram just saying what had happened, and the flood of love that came in from the internet was the most powerful thing I've ever experienced in a virtual way. My friend who was holding me in her arms while I'm crying, we have my phone and we're scrolling through every comment and I mean every like and just seeing tens of thousands of people like come together for both crying yeah just being like oh my god send send your dad my love like I'm praying for your family and you just think that you don't exist sometimes when you post you're like oh that's just in my world and then you realize that you actually do exist in someone Mm -hmm. else's world that I knew I had a podcast and I knew I needed something to keep me busy Mm. And I found myself spinning myself into control as opposed to out of control when this happened. So I was like, I can't let my YouTube channel go to waste. I can't let my podcast go down the drain. I just started. It's only been around for four months. I don't want to go broke. I don't want to become an alcoholic. I don't want to, you know, stop exercising. So I almost got a lot more diligent with it. But after everyone had kind of left, I just pulled out my phone and was like, I can record it. I don't need to. I don't need to post it. Let's just see what happens. And I became such a cathartic experience that I posted it and then I did one week later and then Mm -hmm. one month later. I'll probably do one year later. And it helped a lot. And it helped a lot of other people as I hoped it would because death is not very widely spoken about by youth on the internet. So true. I feel like it's my my niche. (laughs) You're like, my brand is death. (laughs) I love talking about death. No, it's just... I would agree, though. I really feel comfortable about it. I was very close with my grandparents growing up. My grandpa was one of my best, best friends. I don't understand. We just had a soul connection. And he's who I would call when I was sick at school. Mm. Or sick at school. I'm like, can you pick me up when we go berry picking? Like, yeah. oh my God, Virginia. Thing. No, we, I berry pick okay. in Indiana. Period. Okay. So, Love being a small town girly. He passed away when I was in eighth grade. So I was 14. So like a kid, but older. Mm-hmm. Like I was fully formed person with opinions relatively speaking at a, as at 14 so when he passed away I really feel like I lost a core part of myself I'm like this guy was my second dad like mm. my grandpa was just as uh, my grandparents were just as involved in my family as my parents were because my parents worked and they were like the nanny I didn't have a nanny it was just grandparents no, that's awesome and I, yeah. that is common yeah yeah so that was my experience when I lost him it was horrible and then I lost my second grandfather when I was in high school once again horrible and then my grandmother passed away right when I moved to New York and I was on a brand trip so oh my god I happened to be out of town when people passed and oh it's my not... gosh and then my mom was like next like that can't even compare to anything but I've, and then I had a friend commit suicide. Oh, my gosh. And it's just I've experienced it a lot in my life, and I have experienced it from a lot of different directions and in a lot of different ways. And I know that this is a universal thing. Everyone will experience death, and I want to make the process not so so bleak so depressing and, like, yeah. help people get through it. I would, I would love to volunteer as, like, a grief counselor. You would be incredible at that. And you know what? I would even go as far to say as you serve that to some people. Thank you. You do. Thank you. You serve as that to some people who I'm sure have been longtime fans or they're new. And maybe they found your maybe they found you through your mom's passing and you literally changed their got them out of uh, their alcohol addiction or you just never know. You never know. 
your power with like the internet and like that's what i'm saying the way that you took such a horrible horrific thing and almost made lemonade i guess and in in the i understand what you're saying like yeah I don't know how to say this in uh, totally because in the right way. it feels very touchy. Yes, I'm like, how do I say it in the right way? But like the way you I have understand. done that is like, I, I hope that it was as therapeutic for you as I'm sure it was to a lot of people. It has been okay. I can guarantee yeah. that, and I can say that wholeheartedly. And also being a vlogger, I know myself, and it's much easier for me to be a little bit of an overshare than a masker. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I still have, I still want to post. I still, that's my job. So I can either really lean into it and like let people into this period of my life, or I can hide yeah. and pretend like all is well, or just like take a break, which I totally understand. If I, I fully, fully, fully understand <laughs> if someone's like, I need a little time off, but I just didn't want it or need it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't regret it. I don't regret it. Good for you. And you know what? I'm so happy. I don't know if you have or can even watch any of the videos that your mom were like was was a part of. Yeah. But how cool that you have the option to go back and look if and when you want to. And I'm so glad that she got to be on my YouTube channel. Yeah. And I'm so glad. I remember one Christmas during our stalking video, she created stockings for subscribers as well and mailed them out. So I love knowing that there's, like, a couple girls out there that got one of my mom's stockings and, like, she got to impact them. It's so special. You should do, a, a like, a when the time comes around, because you, you're t- saying how much your mom's a shopper. Such like, do shop. the um, stocking thing every year and, like, send it to subscribers or, yeah. like, other people that maybe have gone through grief. I That'd would be really love cute. that. That's so smart. That I can't, be... like, this Christmas, I was like, I don't know about oh, this yeah. one. Like, oh, oh, I know, I know. But, like, one day, like, yeah. I could so see you doing that and that being so rewarding, like, like passing down her legacy or Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Yeah. It'd be really special. Or you and could even make it a thing like you challenge other YouTubers to do it as well and like I don't know, that'd be really cute in your mom's name. There's so much potential with the internet. Yeah. I really think we put ourselves in this box and think like this is the limit and it really can go so so far beyond that. I mean, my experience with my internet audience has gotten so much stronger this past year. Fork yes, I love that. Yeah, I love it too. And now I don't have the same work ethic that I had last year because, I, like I said, I spun myself into control. I was like, I need to edit and film every it's single pretty day. pretty crazy. I haven't heard that very often. Yeah, and I'm, knock on wood, like actually so happy that that was yeah. what happened. Oh, God. But it was fear-based for sure. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't let my whole world come crashing down mm-hmm. at the same time. Um, but now I think that's why my words are rest and relaxation because good for you deserve I it. I don't think I slept for you. You earned that. You earned that sleeping in. You never need to earn sleep, but like I really think it is. Yeah. No, you did. You can host the best backyard barbecue when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. The one thing that has kept me sane throughout the 75 hard challenge and more importantly has kept me hydrated the most 
is liquid IV. Y'all, when I tell you, I literally crave liquid IV. Like the lemon lime flavor lives rent-free in my head. First of all, it just always quenches my thirst, but it is perfectly sour and has that tangy taste to it. And it's just so good. Like a nice cold, crisp glass of liquid IV. Oh my gosh. Mwah. Sounds so good. Whether you hydrate to live or live to hydrate, Liquid IV quenches your thirst faster than water alone with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks, plus eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness, all in a single sugar-free stick. So I actually just taste tested all of the flavors for you guys, the pear, the white peach, the green grape, and the lemon lime. And I have to tell you, I still think lemon lime is my favorite. <laughs> But my second favorite is green grape. And then my third favorite, believe it or not, is pear. I'm actually shocked by how much I like pear. And then in fourth place for me was the white peach. My favorite thing about liquid IV is how convenient it is, especially because I am always on the go. I am booked and busy, and I'm sure you guys are too. So being able to pack it so easily in a purse or a carry-on or whatever the case is, like my work bag, I always have a liquid IV in there because throughout my day, I get so thirsty and nothing truly satisfies my thirst craving other than a liquid IV. Like it is so good. I literally want to make one right now. And listen, drinking water is great. Like I've been drinking so much water while doing the 75 hard challenge, but one stick of liquid IV in 16 ounces of water hydrates you way better than water alone. And I love it because I feel like it actually revives me. And the best part about it is that there's no artificial sweeteners and zero sugar. However you hydrate, grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier, sugar-free in bulk nationwide at Costco, or get 20% off your first order when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TK at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code TK at liquidiv.com. You're inspiring me so much right now because this is nothing compared to anything you've dealt with. But when my parents got divorced like a couple of years ago, that's a relationship. Yeah. I just started um, like I'll randomly bring it up in videos. I'll be like me, co- like me cosplaying being a family again or like oh, I'll you say saying shit. that you're yeah. like me texting my family group chat with my mom and dad in it. Just a troll. And they're like, they don't really respond to that one. They really like the separate ones, but I'm going to send it to everybody. Yeah, like I'll make jokes, but like I hope that I get to the point, which I, I feel like I'm getting to where because I was so like, it's one of my biggest insecurities is my parents getting a divorce. I don't know why. Interesting. Like, I just grew up like so proud of my family you mm-hmm. know and I thought we were like had it together yeah right? and we just didn't <laughs> um we did in some aspects but in uh, clearly in like their marriage they're they're better off separate now and all of that is to say is like you're inspiring me because it makes me want to have like like a divorce lawyer on my podcast and yeah. like talk about why it's okay to get a divorce or like I don't know just use my platform not only for me to learn more and like why it's okay but also there's a gazillion people that are divorced out there I'm sure it would help them exactly because people just are like Shh, they got divorced like it's fine yeah my we don't normalize it on. so much yeah. yeah that it's like so normal that you're not gonna address it that no one's gonna act talk like, about oh, it oh you're still not over that you know what I mean? People do that with yeah. divorce. Absolutely. Or whatever. Or even with, I'm, I'm sure it's not as extreme with death and everything, but like, I don't know. Everyone just deals with everything differently. And I think it, I, I really respect creators that like take on such a big thing to do like that, like a, a serious topic to yeah. kind of bring into their content. And I, got, I guess make light of it. 
I was meeting with this girl from MTV this morning who Mm -hmm. she does a lot of interviews with artists and half her interviews are, you know, like, let's deep dive into your artistry and like, what are, you know, the adversities that you've overcome to create this album or whatever. But then there's the other interviews that are like, we're going to blindfold you and you're going to test two sodas. You're going to tell us which is Coke and which is Pepsi. And we're saying that sometimes we think that this is what people want, but really this is what people want. And there's... During the pandemic, I remember, like, when we were deep in quarantine, people needed lighthearted. Yes. They just want to be entertained. Yeah, mm-hmm. but we can, we don't always want the fluff. Like, mm-hmm. we don't want everything to be sugar-coated always because then you feel like you're experiencing something that no one else is. You're like, mm-hmm. it, divorce doesn't seem like a big deal to anyone else because they're always sugar-coating. And you're like, why was this so hard for me? Yeah. Oh, wait, everyone's just doing the fluff Mm -hmm. and no one's really deep diving into it so I'm sure it would be really helpful for a lot of people I would agree you're inspiring me I definitely think that even TikTokers like I feel like a lot of them have gotten super real with random stuff too like this is my experience going to jail why I went to jail (laughs) how long I was in jail my favorite meals in jail I've learned so much stuff so much yeah because people are I remember when I entered the internet, people weren't even always using their real names. Like, there was a lot of guards up and a lot of personal information that was not being um, discussed in any way. But TikTok, people are shameless. And I'm kind of like... Oh, it's crazy. Time and place, but I'm into it. I live for it, too. I'm like, tell me the dirty details. (laughs) Speaking of, do you have any creators that you just love keeping up with? Like, you, you, you love being a fan of, you love watching their content, you vibe with them? Of course. Of course. I have so many. I'm... I just recently got into TikTok, like where I'm actually okay. watching TikTok a lot. And a lot of my favorite TikTokers are people that are just so random and that might have like 5,000 followers. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of YouTube, let's see, is that where we should begin? I recently found, like in the past like two years, Lainey Ozark, and I Wait, love who's that? her. Oh my God, I feel like you have probably so many mutual friends with her. I need to I She need lives to in Michigan and she's she's a real girly. I was Love supposed to meet girly. her in New right York now. and I wasn't able to. But I like that she's not in LA or New York. Yeah, she and stands out. she's making videos and like showing us her thrifting. I, I live for someone who like lives in Montana or something oh, like that. Yeah. Because there was such a time where you would grow your audience in whatever state you lived in and then you would take off to LA. But now I'm kind of like, show me Indiana. Like, yeah. let, let me fall in love in Indiana and make me want to live there. No, people die for when I go home. Yeah. My, like, home content. It's I'm, crazy. Yeah. It makes sense, though. Because I don't know anything about Indiana. Yeah. And you love it. Mm-hmm. So, like, show me why, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I even love when, like, I guess it's the way you show it. Like, people that live here don't almost vlog that, like, they live here. Like, they just live here. Yeah. Whereas, like, they don't. Like, one of my favorite vlogs of... Do you know Luna Montana? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think she's a really good YouTuber. And she's one of my favorites. And she did this vlog where she was, like, day in the life, like, summer day in LA, like, vlog. And, like, the way she was just showing her routine and, like, going to Alfred and just, like, I don't know, doing her, like, normal things and, like, going and, like... Getting a cute photo and like going to Trader Joe's and whatever and like, like what we all do. When we're I was here. like, this is a real. I was like, this is a real like LA vlog. And she wasn't doing it for the vlog. She was just doing it. Yeah. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I need, like I need a vlog like this because I'll be like, what should I do? That's fun yeah. today instead of just like doing me. Yeah. Like what I do on a normal basis, and I, I would agree. Like it's fun when people, they're excited about their life. Yeah. 
But I like that you create a topic and then vlog within the... Do you come up with titles before you make your vlogs? <laughs> Sometimes. Because but I would ever. like to do that. I hardly think that ever. that would be very helpful. And I've even talked about it on the podcast before about how I would love to take a proper Gen Z to come and help me figure out... I mean, you as a entity, like you for Alicia Marie mm-hmm. was groundbreaking. <gasps> Don't you think? Don't you think? <laughs> Don't you think? Wait, what do you mean? Like, her having you as, like, a producer assistant. Oh, that, like, that being the first type of person. Yeah. Doing it. yeah and yeah, then yeah. you also having a channel that we could follow. Yeah. I mean, I feel like you guys talk about that frequently, how it was. I see what you mean now. Probably not the first of its kind, but the first that, like, really exploded that we got access to. And sometimes I'm with the groups that's like, where's the TK that can, like, help me (laughs) figure out what the Gen Zs are watching and, like, help me come up with my titles and my thumbnails? I will say with, like, Alicia, I feel like we normalized having... An employee? Help. Yeah. Yeah. I think we normalized having help. I think we also normalized someone talking behind camera. A little yeah. bit more because it used to like people would have a filmer, but the filmer wouldn't talk or like yeah. interact. And I feel like it made Alicia more seem like almost more normal because you sh- you would like see her like interacting with me. Yeah. Like, I would poke fun at her and then she'd be like, shut up, bitch. Yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> and like you actually get to see like what, sh- what she actually like. Also with her being such a large YouTuber, it's like you know that it requires hands to make that yes. happen. So getting access to that made us feel like, okay, so when you get to that point, you kind of do need more help. And then I think the most important thing that it did and, like, valuable thing for me and her is it. I think it showed the world and other creators how you can actually help someone. You can extend your all your knowledge and helping hand and everything you know to someone, and they'll also provide value for you in a different way yes. in return. And because I think a lot of creators and have you two been... genuinely do that for each other. Uh, I really think yes. the amount that you help her, she helps you. Yes. Oh my god. She and vice versa. It's it's crazy, and I I feel confident being like I know I provide value for her, and she feels confident knowing that she's providing value for me, and I feel like so many YouTubers and creators have been screwed for so long with like people using them, clout demon energy, like all that crazy LA shit. And I think she was one of the first people to be like, I'm going to pour into you and we're going to like be a duo. And like, the fact that for some reason I'm the person she decided it's to do so that special with, that I'm you guys so found grateful. Each other. And and I'm so grateful to be a duo that people could be like, I want a relationship like that. I think it literally made other creators being like, whoa, like I kind of want to help someone. Yeah, it feels really I know how much I can gratifying. Offer them. Yeah, because I have experience and longevity, but I want someone who's got fresh eyes. Yeah. I want someone the who spice. hasn't been on YouTube for twelve years. I want someone who only knows. TikTok and YouTube from the last year and a half. Like, I want to see what popular things that they've caught on to. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really special yeah, that you even guys I, that. Thank you. I even, like, I could see someone similar to myself. Like, when I came into Alicia's life, and I didn't know her very well, and I was, like, filming her, and I would notice she would get sent, sent something or, like, say something in real life, and I'd be like, why do you never show that? And she'd be like, that's interesting. And I'd be like... Yes. Like, yeah, I would love yeah. that. Like it, it was like I was a fly on the wall and I was like, oh my God, you do that? And like she would be like, what? Like because that was so normal to her. And I'd be like, why don't you show that? Like that's, yeah. that's a whole video. And like I think I brought almost like a fresh set of eyes to her life. 
and what could be part of the business because I was even watching your little YouTube short where you guys are getting ready together. Oh, yeah. And you have the pretty basic palettes as what you're using as the mirror. And I'm like, oh, so smart. Like, <laughs> I would be like, oh, this, like, I don't know. I, I, le- I love it. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I'm so appreciative. I'm like, I can't believe you saw that short. That's hilarious. Yeah. Have you been trying to do shorts or anything like that i have not tried it yet no i'm on tiktok a wee bit but mostly ironically like everything i post on tiktok is pretty stupid i'm like you need to get emily's like the queen of tiktok oh favorite creator emily june Emily June. she's one of my favorite tiktokers emily june for sure follow emily june (laughs) on tiktok emily june now We stan. She's one of the funniest TikTokers, and the fact that she hasn't blown up yet is a crime. It's mind-boggling. It's a crime. And she genuinely is one of the funniest people I probably know. Yes. (laughs) I know her on the internet and in real life. This girl is... This girl kills me. Also, buy her brand, 20s World. (laughs) Get your cleansing balm. I know you need one. We stan. 20s World. Cleansing balm. It just melts off your face. It just melts off your face. Yeah. She's I... great. Emily. Also, <laughs> Helen Ann. Helen Ann's one of my best friends from home who now lives with Emily. No talk way! about Talk about worlds colliding. Hear this. So, in Virginia, I grew up and played field hockey with one of my best friends, Whoa. Helen Ann. She loves New York. I live in New York. She would come and visit. And then when my mom passed, Emily came down to New York. I mean, came down to Virginia. Helen Ann came with us. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of hit it off. Next thing you know, my BFF from Virginia and my BFF in New York are roomies. That's incredible. So special. And we want Helen Ann to be a content creator. So, like, when someone like, you Helen know Ann. you need to be on the internet. And she's like, a little, like, she'll dip her toes she'll in. But, yeah. Helen, Helen Ann, Ann, come on. Get get posting. Get vlogging. Yeah. I love all my friends. Like, yeah. Those are, that's probably the content I watch the most. But do you have any, like, new new creators? you found? Um, I feel like. They don't have to be new, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for me lately, YouTube's been a little dry. It's been a little yeah. dry. Uh, I think, though, like January and Febru- February, for just anyone, whatever workforce you're in, it's just like dry. It's interesting, though, because I would have thought that because it's the new year and we're all like, let's get it started. No one felt like, let's get it started this year. No. I, I felt like January 1 was February 1. Yeah. Like, yeah. the New Year started February 1st. Yeah. I'm, like, just kind of getting back in it. Honestly, maybe not even February 1st. Maybe March 1st. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> like, it was a really slow start to mm-hmm. the year. And I got COVID after New Year's. Oh. Which is everyone who got Omicron was like, oh, I'm not even sick. It's no big deal. Did you get sick? I was so sick. I was so sick. Oh, no, sick. you were down bad. I was down bad for, like, almost two weeks. Lexi. Yeah. And oh. I had COVID March 2020, like I had it last year, not 2020. I had it in 2021 and I was asymptomatic, nothing. Whoa, that's weird. Yeah, just chilled and I could still work. It was not a thing. It was, yeah. But then when I got it this time, I assumed it would be the same and I had to text my team and say, I'm really not, I'm in bed all day. I'm sleeping 15 hours every single day. Push my deals. Yeah, please. I'm not being lazy. I really am not here. So I got so sick. And so that delayed the beginning of the new year. And then with rest and relaxation and being present, Mm -hmm. being present involved, not necessarily bringing the camera around. I get it. It's hard. It's a hard balance because on one hand, I really love taking photos and I really love taking videos. But but you don't want to be fake. 
Like, yeah. sometimes I'm like, oh, I should vlog today, but I'm just not in the mood. Yeah. And I'm like, I know it's going to be a shitty vlog in my, in my head. Yeah. Whereas, like, some people might not even think it is. Oh, yeah. Sometimes vlogs that I don't even want to upload end up being people's favorites. Yeah. As we were saying, the ones that will get viral and you're uh-huh. like, this is not even my best work. This isn't even sort of my best yeah. work. I don't know why this one took off. But I went to Mammoth and I wanted to take so many photos. But I also wish I had a day there where I was really just immersed in the mountain. Yeah. How did you guys take videos skiing? We well, tried. We were like, this is dangerous. No, it's hard. <laughs> we have a friend. One of our guy friends is like such a good boarder. Like, okay. so, like so good. So he could do it with he, his eyes closed. He literally is like going backwards. Like That'll do And it. what's cool is he's going almost faster than us so it looks like we're going like way quick like we look cooler than how it actually looks in real life do you know what i mean so yeah we're having our little like kendall jenner snowboard like I love it. i'm an athlete moment i love it i love skiing so much it's, you know what i love about it is you're not on your phone yeah, it's also such a mental battle, and you can do it with your friends, but you got yourself down that mountain. Mm-hmm. It's so gratifying. It and is. Every little turn when you think, like, oh, I might fall or something, this one's a little tricky. I find it so fun. It's. I like how it takes all my attention. Yeah. Talk about being present. Yeah. Skiing. You can't be distracted. Mm-hmm. Even one of my friends tried to take a video of herself skiing and <laughs> tumbled. <laughs> R.I.P. Kaylee. Oh, my gosh. Poor Kaylee. This girl... Oh, Kaylee, she needs to be on the internet, too. See, all my favorite people aren't even on the internet. I know. Half my favorite people are on the internet. I I would agree. Same with some of my friends. But she got altitude sickness. (gasps) I've gotten that before. Did you have to go to the hospital? No, but it was like, I was down bad. Down bad? Yeah. I had it, and I just had to stay at the lodge for a couple hours, and I had a baked potato, and all was well in the world. Oh, good. But she needed to go to the hospital, so I (gasps) dropped her off. Oh, my God. (laughs) She was, like, sweating profusely and anxious, and I'm like... Can I come in? They're like, you can't. You can only go in um, if she has a head injury and can't speak for herself. So I was like, great. No problem. I'll just like be in the car. That's fine. So I'm texting her like, are you okay? And she says, the doctors want to keep me a little longer. So I'm like, oh, I'm on the other side of the country. My friend is in the hospital. This is fine. I'm fine. This is no problem at all. Oh, okay. How am I going to kill time? Let's let's put gas in the car. Great. Like, I'm just in panic mode. Let's put gas in the car. Let's uh, let's clean the hotel room. Let's have her get fresh towels and we'll throw away trash. And as soon as she texts me, like, I will be there. Let's go to the gift store. Let's get her a gift. Let's, let's get it wrapped and so it can be there when she gets there. So finally she texts me. You can come pick me up. Oh, my gosh. She walks out. <laughs> Wind's she's blowing. Like, she's glowing. She's like, I just got my drip she's hydration. Like, that was so nice. <laughs> we were like, I had a panic attack for four hours. Like, I should be in the hospital. <laughs> she's like, they gave me a warm blanket and oh, the oxygen feels so good. No. She like had a grand whole time. I was like, did I just pick you up from a spa? Okay, <laughs> good to know if I get altitude sickness next time. To, the like... Mammoth Hospital, she's like, they were incredible. They treated me so well. I'm like, I'm glad you had a good day. Oh my God. I would have been in panic mode, too. That's really cute. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad she's fine. It was so not serious. And, like, you're sitting in the waiting room with people who have broken limbs. Yeah. And you're like, I'm glad that she just got an oxygen tube up yeah. her nose. But I she's like, I would do that again. The altitude sickness is no joke. Yeah, you're dizzy and headachy. And, and like, it, it also does kind of make you anxious in a yeah. way. Like, it makes you – and you're like, do I have to throw up? Like, yeah. it's weird. Yeah, she felt very out of control of her body mm-hmm. and, like, was – really uncomfortable with it so i'm i'm glad that she got it taken care of it was just very funny where she walks out like 
hey, thanks for getting me. You're like, <laughs> like let's trade spots. I got to go in. Yeah, like one second, I need the yeah. oxygen. But it was really fun. And then I think she felt like a little guilty. I was like, if you want to go out tonight, like we can Aww. go out tonight. I was like, love you, girl. Thank you. <laughs> Wait, speaking of, like, I feel like you have so many good friends. I, lo- I love my friends. What, what do you feel like? Are the keys to a successful friendship, like a good friendship? Equal effort, for sure. Okay. I also need to connect. I feel like we need to connect on something. I'm really good at, I mean, I'm really bad at maintaining a friendship with someone that I don't feel like I've actually connected with. Mm -hmm. It can't just be, oh, we like the same stores or something like that. It needs to go a little bit deeper where I feel like I know you. For example, I actually became really good friends with the producer from my Walmart commercial that I was in. Iconic. Um, so, so random. But she, her mom has cancer and my mom passed away. And the commercial was of me and my dad. So she ended up meeting my dad. And I feel like when you have that many of uh, like personal experiences, yes. then there's a bond. And I have... If we bond once, it doesn't matter if we're not talking every day. Like, that bond stays. Mm -hmm. It remains. You can leave my life for months and months Mm -hmm. and we don't talk. But if we've already connected, that doesn't disappear. I love friendships like that where you just pick it up. And I love a one-on-one friendship. Mm -hmm. I don't really have – I have somewhat of a friend group, but a lot of Mm one-on-ones. And I think I was saying this – I don't know if I said it on the internet or to someone in person. Me. That I like (laughs) – uh, one-on-one friendships because it's really important for me to get equal amount of listening and speaking time. If it's Ooh. off balance, I get exhausted. <laughs> I'm okay. such a baby, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't stand to just, I don't want to be the entertainment. I don't want to be lecturing. Um, as sometimes in friend groups, there is one person who's like doing all the talking and then same thing. I don't want to just, um, be listening. Mm-hmm. So I like one-on-one friendships because of that. And then once I feel like I meet someone that I love that I've connected with, that is also fun and entertaining. I feel like yeah. those are good. Oh, my God. There's so many qualities. I'm like, what? what is it? What's the secret I sauce? Guess, yeah, I guess I was just asking, like, you know when you're like, oh, I really connected with them. Yeah. And maybe, let's say, wasn't as personal as your Walmart commercial totally. experience, right? Because that's, that's pretty crazy. Or you could just, right? where you meet someone, you're like, I just Vibe. feel you. Or, like, my instinct. I guess it's your instinct. In, your intuition. In intuition. You just feel a connection. Yeah. But it's so funny. Like, I'll meet someone. Let's say it's a, a random event. And I'm like, I I fucking yeah. like that girl. Yeah. But I'm like, why? I don't know. Maybe we, we something, just. Something, something deeper. Hit. Yeah. Yeah. And friendships come out of so many random things because sometimes it is just time. You spend enough time with someone that you're like, yeah, we're friends. Mm. I, it's a, I don't have an answer. It's okay. I feel like you answered a lot of, di- in a lot of different ways. Yeah, that's what I do when I don't have an actual answer. <laughs> how I'm like, you- it could be okay. this. It might be this. <laughs> okay, my next question is, how do you, you have a lot of, I feel like, really close friends that still live here and you live literally across the country. How do you maintain those? They come to New York frequently, mm-hmm. and I come to L.A. a couple times a year, so it feels... And then FaceTime. So I feel like I see Claude and Drew frequently enough mm-hmm. where I'm... Like, it doesn't really feel that hard. Also, the L.A.-New York overlap is really big. It is. My friend and I were talking about how it feels like it's just a bus stop away from New York in a lot of ways, where... If only. They're... I know, if only. Yeah. But energetically, everyone is flying through. I mean, one, two, three. Three people I know from New York are here right now. 
Yeah. So it's just like, okay, we'll grab dinner too. And we would have grabbed dinner in New York and now we're grabbing dinner in LA. So it doesn't even feel it, you know what's hard funny? to maintain. That's, that reminds me, like exactly what you just said, kind of reminds me of being in a small town. There's like two main bars to go to. Yeah. Right? Because there's nowhere else to go. Yeah. And everyone goes and you know you're going to see everyone there. And like there's people that go to the more sporty bar and then there's people that go to the more like cowgirl bar. Yeah. Right? And it's like, um, of course, they go in the different, bar. when there's a game going on, the cowgirls go to the sports bar, whatever. And like that's literally LA and New York. Yeah. That's really how it feels. I mean, we were picking up my friend from a hotel and we decided like let's just meet at Air One instead because it was up the street. <laughs> we park and then my friend that I'd been wanting to see just drives Shut up. up. And it's just it it's like that. Last time I was at that Air One too. Like I ran into two other people that were just sitting That's there. Amazing. We joined them. And so many people are getting booked in a lot of my LA model friends are now working in New York. Shows and stuff so like that. It's really easy to it maintain. Is. I, I feel love very that. lucky and grateful for that one. Do you what about it New York? does it for you more than LA? <sighs> okay, the walkability. I mm-hmm. do like walking. Second, my entire family from Maine to Georgia is on the East Coast. Oh. We don't have anyone on the West. Yeah. And the three-hour time zone. It's hard. So it feels like I should reside in New York and then visit LA because mm-hmm. residing in LA and visiting mm-hmm. New York, I wouldn't get to see them as much. Mm-hmm. I like being a drive away from my dad and a drive away from my cousin and I are really close because I'm an only child. So I make up for my siblings with having really strong friendships and my cousins. cousin. Yeah. Or cousin. Well, cousins, but I'm like particularly close with one. I <laughs> got it. Shout out Morgan. Yeah, shout out Morgan. We love shout you, Morgan. Helen love Morgan. Shout, shout out Holiday. Shout out Emily. <laughs> shout out Tyra. Shout, shout out Tyra. Shout out Chris Clemens. Shout out, shout out Claudia. Shout out Drew. I, this whole podcast is a shout out. That's gonna be my TikTok. Shout out Drew. Shout out Glory. This is my life. Just shout out John. Miss you. Shout out Jesus. We shout out everyone. I'm done. Okay, so the walkability and and the walkability. Hypothetically, family. I like the four seasons. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready to skip one of the winters, but I do like snow and I mm-hmm. but you can get all that in California. Yeah. I really do think now that I'm older. See, I was very insecure when I lived in LA. Like oh, really? I was like an 18, 19 year okay. old. Because I was a small fish, large pond, and it, I did not do well with that because I was coming from a small town. Yeah. I was like, I Everything that made me different before everyone else is doing. Yeah. Like, where is my identity? And I was just figuring myself out, and I had way too much free time on my hands. Whereas, typically, I was in school, in sports, doing YouTube, so I wasn't really thinking too much about myself. And then suddenly, I had so much time to think about myself. But now that I'm older, if my family was on the West Coast, I I think maybe I would. Oh, really? But I don't know. You don't know. It's okay. You have a lot of time left. Yeah. My coastal maybe would be the dream. I know. Same. That's kind of how I feel. Because I'm like, I couldn't live in Indiana full time, but I'd love to like visit more. Wouldn't you love to have also a house that's kind of not near anything too? Yeah. Like I'd want a mountain house or a beach house or a lake house, Mm -hmm. but then also access to LA and New York. Would agree with that. Yeah. Okay. Last question is what are you doing to make moves right now in your life? It can be personal. It can be work related other than your, you know, being present and what we've already said, like, what are you trying to do to get better, make moves? Okay. Well, I love my podcast. I'm the host of the at Lexi podcast and it's so good. You guys, it's very casual, but intimate. It's literally like you're on FaceTime with a friend. Very much. So that's the goal. Very much like phone call with Mm -hmm. a friend. 
especially if you I want to be that if you don't have that right now like I would love that um I'm a vlogger on YouTube as well OG I post vlogs once maybe twice a week if I'm feeling really good about it and then in my personal life my move that I'm trying to make is a, a serious move like I'm actually trying to move apartments my oh, that's right yeah I really want to live alone I want to see what that's like oh my god I just move like I live alone yeah. and it just happened and I love it see and you're an extrovert I'm such an extrovert and I'm an extrovert I was shocked. Genuinely. You like it? Genuinely. I was like, what am I going to do? I'm going to hate it. I think I love it. I would love it. And I will say, similar to you, I've never had like an awful roommate experience, yeah. extravagance, because that normally is what drives people to live alone. Totally. So I was like, you know what? Like, I actually loved living with Peyton. I loved living with my roommate before that. And Peyton was like definitely who I was closest with, like roommate wise. Yeah. But. Something about being able to go home and, like, do whatever the fork I want when I want. It's so simple. But, like, I now get cranky if I don't have one day out of the week to myself in my apartment. Interesting. It's crazy. And oh, you give me hope because no. that and was the red flag is, Lexi, you're kind of extroverted. I don't know if you'll want all that alone time. But I think I will. You, and you won't be alone actually that much because I I feel like now too, I'm more creative because I have time to think, literally. Like, just think about just life, right? When, when I'm not filling it with a void of small talk totally. or catching up, right? Yeah. Um, and then also, like, I when I'm lonely, I just, I invite whoever I want over or I call them. And you don't have to consider the vibe of anyone else in the house. Yeah. Like, if you want to have a party late night... You, you can do it. Can't. If you don't want anyone at your house all week, you can do that too. Yeah. Which I'm really looking forward to like that aspect of it. But also, if I want to set up something for filming purposes, I don't want to be rude to my roommate and Same. like leave a tripod up. And, Even like, if they all don't these care. You and care. I know, yeah, my roommate is so chill. Like, mm -hmm. We get along so well, but... I'm just like, I don't want to ruin the living room for you, even though I have three days that I need to like shoot this and I don't want to pick it up Agreed. and clean it up every single day. Even yeah. today, I I went and I went to the gym and I came home and I made my smoothie and I was in a rush and I was like, fork, yeah, I get to leave everything where it is and not put it away. I don't need to feel bad about and my I mess. And I don't feel bad. Yeah. And it's such a stupid thing, but it is real. And like the other day I was like, I was kind of bored, and I was like, oh, I kind of want to watch this Euphoria fin finale, like, with some friends. I just invited them over, literally took some of my, like, PR shit that was on the floor. I found these, like, crystals from a Valentine's Day, like, PR. I, like, spread them all over the counter. I was like, I'm going to make this cute. I'm having fun. And, like, I, I just got excited. I invited whoever I wanted it over. I postmated food. And, like, I, I wasn't burdening anyone, even yes. though, like, Peyton would not give a shit. But, I like, feel you on that. It, I don't want to burden anyone, even though I know I wouldn't yeah. be. It, it still bothers you. It bothers yeah. me. Yeah. Knowing Agreed. that I might be burdening someone to the slightest yeah. degree. <laughs> it's more of a burden for me to think about burdening someone. <laughs> Literally. What's that, that makes about? any sense. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, should I talk to my therapist yeah, about this? Yeah, probably. Anyway, Lexi, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I, it's been such a delight. And like, I'm so excited to finally meet you. Yes. In real life. We've never um, met before. I know. Isn't that crazy? Good first time. Um, so where can everyone follow you? I, I know, obviously, listen to our podcast. Lexi Lombard on YouTube, at Lexi Podcast, at Lexi on Instagram, at Lexi on Twitter. And my name is L-E-X-I-E. -E. Rate, review, subscribe. Yeah. I'm so excited for you all to tune into our podcast because it's so good. Thank you. Listen to our old um, episodes about her mom. They're insane. 
such good pivotal episodes. And yeah, follow her on everything. And follow, subscribe to this YouTube channel and rate and review the podcast, Making Moves, and follow us on Instagram at TKGCPulls. Woohoo! And uh, be sure to make someone's day this week. Peace. Today's episode is brought to you by Angie. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs and projects done well. Let me tell you, there's the version of it where you try to do something at home, and then there's a version of it where you have someone help you, you watch them do it the right way, and you go, thank God I didn't try to do that myself. I have fully done things around the home that I think look good, and then a bang in the night, and I wake up to a shelf collapsing, a painting falling off the wall. Like it, I've, I've seen it all go south. I own a home, and I can tell you... I know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Whatever your home project, big or small, indoor or outdoor, you can Angie that and connect with skilled professionals to get the project done well. Right now, one of my wish lists is I want a bike for my condo in Milwaukee and I would love to rig it up on a pulley in the ceiling because I have one of those like lofted ceilings, but I'm so scared to try that on my own. Angie has 20 years of home experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app. Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.